Welcome to the Weekend Shenanigans Podcast. It's Bill. I'm Steven. And Cindy. And we're back from a road trip, at least a couple of us, uh, on the road trip up to Louisville. So, going to spend some time recapping that game, which was pretty enjoyable. The trip as a whole, kind of, I think, Stephen, we probably have some takeaways from our experience in Cardinal Stadium that we could apply to Georgia Tech's... They sell beer. Yeah. That's they have the three dollar beers before kickoff, so we'll do a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, do you think yeah. we could get to the stadium earlier if that was a deal? We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that, um, and and then we'll talk a little bit about birds with teeth. Kind of, yeah. Halfway through the season, uh, talk a little bit about where we stand here, kind of where we think we're going for the rest of the season, and then talk a little bit about Duke and other Georgia Tech sports before we wrap up. So. To start off, traveled up to Louisville. It was a Friday night game. So, Cindy, you asked if we'd show up to the stadium early. I, I don't know if the pre-game beers was a only weeknight kind of thing or if it was something they do every game. But, yeah, the, the stadium's kind of out of town a little bit. It's not in downtown. Campus is kind of on the outskirts of town. Yeah. Um, so there was really one bar. We went to it before the game. Uh, one bar near our hotels, at least, and the Cardinal Cafe. Yep, the they, Cardinal and they Cafe. had three or four restaurants like right there on at campus yeah. at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yep, at the stadium. Like so, a battery type feel. No, way no. more. Dive. <laughs> it's it's right near the airport, so it's kind of an industrial area. Okay. Like a lot of the parking lots and stuff that people were parking in. You Was could, there a spawn divot? No, no spawn divot. Basically, <laughs> basically, the the uh, the Cardinal Cafe. I think in a former life had maybe been like a Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. It got shut down, and now it's repurposed as the Cardinal Cafe. Right. And they were serving big beers and Fireball, so it it was cool. Um, So we met up with Cole. Shout out to Cole. What's up, Cole? No, I'm sure he doesn't, but (laughs) whatever. He came, he showed up, brought some trunk beers. Like, good to see him. Um, So then we walked over as... You know, what, a 10-minute walk? Yeah. Easy pretty, walk. pretty short walk, about the same kind of walk we do from our tailgate normally. So, great place to kind of stay and, and go to a game there. And we get to the stadium. Cole had informed us that, for sure, beer beer and liquor were being served inside the stadium. So, we're like, cool, no need to try to do anything else. Let's go in. We get in. I walk straight up the stairs, find the first beer vendor, and buy two beers. seven fifty a piece. I'm like, Yeah. Life is fucking good. Not every not every beer vendor sold three dollar before kickoff beer. No, there no, was no. one truck oh. that had. Yep. Their special was three dollars for kickoff. And I think it was just truck. So here's where we're going. So we start walking towards the seats because now I'm truck. happy. You ever seen a beer truck? Not inside the stadium. Now I'm happy. I've got two beers, and we start walking towards the stands. And underneath their stands is pretty wide open paved area. It would kind of remind you of like the. The home stands, or, or like even a uh, like a high school stadium where there's a lot of area underneath the stands. Um, so it's it's kind of a one deck stadium. They do have a, an upper deck, but it's really more of a one deck stadium. So there's a lot of room behind the stands, and they've got all the concession stands that back up to the stands, and then big paved areas. And basically, they pulled in a bunch of trailers into this area to make the other side. So instead of having full-time concessions on both sides of the walkway. It's full-time on one side, you know, a bunch of Papa John's. And then it's basically open air on the other side? Open air on the other side with, like, the supports and stuff, and they yeah. drive in trucks. That's so they had, cool. I like that. Yeah. Well, if you got space, why not? Yeah, and food trucks are a thing now. Yep. So they could have had food trucks in there, they but they... Did. did they have food yeah. trucks? Okay. I, I missed that. But they had a lot of, you know, kettle corn vendors and, like, kind of fair kind of stuff mm-hmm. on the far side, including one of the trailers that had tap handles in it. And so Ann and I are walking by and I see that it says $3 draft beers before kickoff. And I'm like looking at the two beers in my hands and I'm like, here, Ann, I'll hold these. (laughs) So you buy two more? Oh yeah. She's like, Bill, you're fucking stupid. How are you going to get four beers up to the stands? I go, it's a good point. Chuck, 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 chuck. Now I only have three. I can carry three. That's, that's doable. So, and I wasn't willing to carry any for you. Well, she had to go get the, she had to go get her own drink. So they have liquor that they serve too, and they will serve you doubles, two doubles, at any given time. 
That's a lot. Yes. Yes, it is. We were all loose as gooses. <laughs> it sounds unnecessary. Oh, yeah, totally. It totally. was pretty unnecessary, especially yeah. seeing as their, their stadium was fairly dangerous, like in terms of construction. Yeah. They, they had some stairs that were missing, caused some trip and falls, like... Oh, no. Bill busted his shin Twice. Open. Twice. You fell twice? Oh, yeah. Same stair. Like, so they have the stairs, and they're... I feel like this is a payback for that one game that you made fun of Anna for falling down in the rain. Oh, yeah. Like, years ago. Oh, yeah. That was karma biting you in the ass. Yeah, certainly. It rained for five minutes there. I'm due everything I get. (laughs) It's it's a comes-around, goes-around kind of situation with me. So, yeah, we're we're standing, you know, we're halfway up the stands. And so you walk down, and each one of the stands are your normal stadium stairs where they're, like, a good 18 inches. And then you get to one, and it's only 12 inches. (laughs) And... It, it's not like they didn't have a room. It's just half size for no apparent. Like maybe it's on a handicap aisle. I can't really tell what the reason just, was. Just so you know how drunk you really are. Oh, I missed it every time. <laughs> and then it just crashed straight down. Like trying to grab rails. Like just trying not to die. Because people were going to see me just crack my head open. It was going to be bad. So yeah, fell down that twice. <laughs> anyway, um, other things about the stadium. It wasn't too packed. But again, they're having a shitty season. Like it wasn't Dude, it was dead after halftime. I mean, I could I could tell watching on TV. I was like, there's nobody there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were waving goodbye with the Louisville L. Oh, uh, nice. Like at halftime. Like, bye, see you later, losers. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. Um, Steven, what, what else about the stadium pregame before we get into the game? Uh, I mean, it was cool. Yeah, they... They had they, the seats there don't flip up and they don't have bench seats so like there was a little bit more room between each row which I thought was nice. Yep, more knee room. Um, there was more knee room because they don't have bench seats. Because the bench the so they have they have chair backs. They're chair backs, but, but the, the chairs chair don't, don't flip up fold and down. up. Oh, okay. So like when you're in Mercedes Benz Stadium, the way you can get down the aisles, everybody stands up and the chairs fold up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These ones are more like your bucket seats from like a carnival ride. Okay. So they're stuck, so you still have to have the two feet in front of it or whatever the, the width is that you need. So you get more room in between you and the guy in front of you. So, yeah, shout out to, um, yeah, Blake and Kelly and AC and Anna for coming with our, our, our dumb asses up there. That was, uh, it, it wasn't bad driving up for a Friday game either. We were up there, left at about eight, what, got there at three or four, something like that? No. So, getting so up there. traffic and, delay in, in Nashville. Yeah, thanks, Nashville, for shutting down the expressway i don't know why but good. yeah so game things um we were talking after bowling green that i don't think i'd ever seen a football game where you score on every single drive you have the ball and then we did it again. and then we score on every single drive we have the ball so i think offensively and, and again louisville's bad like we know this. Well, obviously, yeah. They're but I think bad. I think we found some of the pitches were crisp. The decision making was easy. Paul Johnson said that he thought that Quan got us in the right play almost every time, without exception. Like they kept changing up the defensive front. He'd make the right call. Like they'd stack it inside with a uh, you know very tight defensive formation. He'd be like, okay, we're going to run the rocket toss to Quay for a touchdown, or vice versa. They're going to stack them out wide. We'll run the trap with Mason for 15, 20 yards up the middle, or he'll keep it for 30 to score. Like, they looked good offensively again. So They did look really good. I mean, it was a very yeah. exciting game to watch. Lots of cheering happening. Um, it was it was awesome. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the a kicker s- didn't miss anything. Kicker made all his extra points. Made a 41 yard field goal. Kicker. Yeah, that's Wesley Wilson. Yeah, we've, we've had we've had him for two games now. Uh, I think he got some kicks now, according to just kind of rotating through. Maybe, maybe. Coach Johnson seems to like him. He says he's goofy. I thought it was King and Davis in Alcorn. I think they might have brought in Wells late. I can't remember. He might have gotten. It's a walk on. It's not like you're redshirting him or burning a scholar. Like, they might have just thrown him in to kick one. Um, I'll say it one more time, Cindy. I think that team beats Pitt. Well, too bad they can't play Pitt again this season. I know. I guess not. We don't. We won't see them in the ACC championship game. Sure. They're on the same side. But that's back to my point of you know, Quan being hurt, not firing on all cylinders, still trying to figure our shit out. That team, if they were to play Pitt again, I'd like our odds. It, it seemed like oh yeah, that team looks would look a whole lot better against Pitt. Yep, 
For sure. And There's I think no that's, that's similar to what we saw last two weeks ago against Bowling Green. But also, anytime you make less mistakes in a game, you're going to look a shit ton better. Right, anytime right, you're right. healthy, you're going to look a lot better. Right. Anytime you're playing a high school team, you're going to look a lot better. But your point going into this was... Unless it's a Texas high school team. Yeah. <laughs> your point going into this game and saying we were going to lose was we haven't shown anything and my rebuttal was we're a little bit different team because of factors like health. Well, it was definitely a different team that played in Louisville on yeah. Friday. Yeah. So, what else do we take away? Um, defensively? Uh, First quarter and third quarter were good. Uh, I don't Zero know if they points were allowed. Zero points allowed. Yes. I don't know if they were necessarily good. We gave up a lot of yards. We got a touchdown on defense. On defense. And we caused a couple turnovers. Charlie yeah. Thomas got two. Wanye got the pick six. I love it when the defense scores. That's like one of my favorite oh, yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Yes. And they love it too, which makes it even better. They're, they're so happy. But besides that, we were not, again, particularly good on third downs. We got lucky on a couple of plays. The very first drive, the fourth down play, where the guy was wide open. And luckily, Desmond Branch got enough pressure on the quarterback to make him throw a bad pass. But we didn't look great on defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think our defense is still going to grow throughout the season. I mean, new scheme, new coach. I mean, I think we have to expect that. Yeah, I tend to agree. They're, they certainly have said they have not gotten everything installed. Um, but, yeah, the, a pretty mediocre Louisville team giving up 31 points and I don't know how many total passing yards they ended up throwing for, but it seemed like they had 370 passing yards. 370 passing yards and 113 rush yards. Yeah, honestly, I think their quarterback is not that bad. No, no. Quarterback, again, yeah. he didn't throw the pick. He, he had just under 300 yards, two touchdowns on 23 for 35. Like, if a couple of the guys don't fumble, if they complete that fourth down pass, that game could have been... A lot closer. A little bit closer, for sure. Yeah. Well, if you don't put the backup in because you're blown out of the game, you don't right. give up that pick six either. So... Yep. You know, if they get seven more points and we don't get a short field once and don't get the pick six, we have 14 less points. All of a sudden you're looking at a, you know, 10, 12 point game. Like it could, it could have been a tight game. Even that's crazy to say when you didn't have to punt and you didn't turn the ball over that it could have been a tight game. And that, that's what makes me a little bit scared that the defense still has to improve against some of the teams because I, I get it. They let off the gas in the fourth quarter there, but we still had the same problem at the end of the first half where we couldn't keep them out of field goal range with what, 30 some odd seconds left. Yep. So I still have concerns about the defense. I like the nine for nine extra points. Yeah, Wesley. Good job, kicker. I mean, that's, that's always, that's a great stat. Like that's almost been like 10 for 10. Like that's, that's just amazing for kicking, you know? Mm-hmm. The uh, the defense has some room to improve, but if the offense keeps going, the defense gets a little bit of a pass. If we can put up points. Well, and and, uh, again, I I heard Paul Johnson make this point too, that a turnover is better than a punt. Like if if you can't hold them, but you can make turnovers, you'd rather have the ball there than let them pin you back deep. So we've already surpassed now the number of turnovers we've caused this year than last year, and we're only halfway through the season. So we're ranked seventh in the nation on that. So I I do expect that to decrease somewhat. I think we've kind of played the – removing Clemson, we've played most of the easy teams on our schedule. Mm, Yeah, and if you're not counting Virginia or Duke – yeah, GTA. but those are those are harder than Bowling Green and Alcorn. Oh yeah, barely. Sure. So, you know, non-conference game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah, they're non-conference too. They're trash. So, yeah, I think that you know the defense probably will. You know, if I had to say, would we get? We've got thirteen turnovers right now. Will we get twenty by the end of the season? That's probably about right. I don't think we'll get twenty-six. I don't think we'll have that kind of luck going forward. But yeah, if we can be, uh, you know, you don't need 14 turnovers a game. You need one or two more than you give up. So if we can control the ball and churn out some things, we uh, will have a pretty good chance. Other thoughts out of out of Louisville? 
Um, so our the majority of our yards came from rushing. All but 12, yes. All but 12. We went one for two passing. And who caught that? Brad Stewart. Brad Stewart, who is... Is he a receiver? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was thinking of somebody else. But well, did we set some records, I think? Some ACC records or some kind of pat, uh, rushing... I think we got second or, or... I think this was... If this wasn't the most rushing yards in an ACC conference game by one team, then it was certainly the most for Georgia Tech in an ACC game. Yeah. I think we set the ACC record. I think that's right. But yeah, we, we definitely... It's a lot Paul, of rushing yards. Paul Johnson said it after the game in his postgame comments that he didn't feel necessary to do anything else. That he probably... He's said before 10 to 15 passes is about right for our team. Yeah. That it keeps them honest enough keeps the safeties back, lets you go deep. But in this game, when you're getting 8.4 on the ground every single Why play. Why would you not? I, I, Especially knowing our track record this season for throwing the ball. Like, I don't know that you take that risk. Yeah. And and I heard somebody make the comment this week, and I thought it very funny and appropriate. In most games, when you get a big lead, what do you do? You run, run the ball. Backups? You run the ball. Yeah. You try you, to burn you, the clock you and you the run clock. the ball. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? And that's how we built a giant lead. Like, we can't take the foot off the gas. It's like, hey, hey, we're going to run it. Guess what? We're going to Oh, wait, that's what we've been doing. We're going to jog the ball. Yeah, we can't well, do that. We're going to burn the clock even faster. <laughs> we can't. We've already been burning the clock. We've already, like, we can't, you know, we're not one of those running gun offenses where it's like, all right, cool. We think we got this one in the bag. If that had not been a TV game, that would have been done so quick. Yeah. So quick. You barely gave me time to finish my second half makers, double makers. <laughs> right. You needed that one. I did. <laughs> really did. Two of those at halftime was perfect. Just right. Other thoughts? That's all I got. I hope we play at least this way one more time this season because it was a really exciting game. Yeah. Yeah. So before we pivot, uh, talk a little bit about other things we did in Louisville, seeing as it was a, you know, a little bit of a road trip and a little bit of a vacation. We also hit up a couple distilleries. Stephen, which one was your favorite? Still it? Still it? It's still it. Bullet or uh, was it Rabbit Hole? It's about a 50-50 tie. Yeah? What'd you, you like? Give, give the people a, a thought on what, what was the what was good about one and what was good about the other and kind of the, the differences between the two. Billet has a better bourbon. Okay. And they have a more historic thing, um, but it's certainly home, a more more traditional, more traditional, more like it's you know, been there for a hundred years and all that. Uh, Rabbit Hole, you know, their tour was really cool. Their building was new and fancy. I mean, and you shout can tell, out, shout out Jillionaire, shout out Jillionaire. You can tell that they laid out their and designed their distilling process and everything to be as tour friendly as possible versus you know. One that was built to distill liquor um, as its primary service, but uh, yeah, their bourbon just it was it wasn't that great to me. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So yeah, I, I tend to agree. The Bullet Tenure was the best bourbon we drank. Yep. Uh, I would. I don't particularly like rye bourbons. I don't either. I love rye. So the bullet is a, a high rye bourbon, which is not my favorite. I actually prefer. You didn't hold your hands up when you said high rye. High rye. The guy every time he said high rye, he would hold his hands. Yeah, up like Owen. This. Owen from Bullet was kind of annoying as well. <laughs> that didn't help. Um, but no, it was cool to see the the big warehouses there where they had all the ricks and all the barrels um, at Bullet. So kind of was good to get like the traditional. This is old style Kentucky distilling um, from there, but I, I liked. Like the tour way better at Rabbit Hole. Yeah. Love the bar up top. Bar up top was cool. They made some good drinks. Um, and I liked their I liked their bourbons better than I liked the traditional bullet. Like I said, the 10 year was the best we had, but then the what was my second favorite was probably one of the rabbit holes. Just just my opinion. Maybe the sherry cask one. I I do like sherry casks. So there you go. That was cool. Do you like sherry? Sherry is delicious. Uh, I can't tell you if I've ever had sherry. I, I don't think I have. If you go to Ticonderoga Club, they make a lot of their cocktails with sherry. I've had, okay. I've had sherry in things. In cocktails. Yes, but not like I couldn't 
if you were to give me a sip of at the house, yeah, for cooking. Okay. If if you were to give me a a sip of sherry wine, I probably couldn't identify it as sherry wine. But I do like there's port. Yeah, port's fine. Um, But there's a lot of scotches that get aged in sherry oak casks. Mm -hmm. So they talk about this. It's kind of a you know bourbon has to be a new charred oak barrel. So for them to age it, it means they've aged it in the new barrel and then transferred it into a different barrel. And Scotch uses old bourbon barrels, mm-hmm. so they're traditionally done in a used barrel. So it's kind of it's more traditional for Scotches and Irish whiskeys to be sherry casked than it is for bourbon. Right. But maybe that's why I liked it. I don't know. It was cool. Um, other things we did: uh, dollar beers at Troll Bar under the bridge. Pretty, pretty solid. Troll bar. Yep. So there's this bar down in a basement, basically. It's pretty big, kind of sports bar-y, kind of pub feel. Kind of trolly. Kind of trolly. Yeah. And anytime football's on TV, dollar, 10-ounce Millers or Coors, is that the only option? Right. There's only that. one option, as far as I'm concerned, when that's so, what's going Guess on. what we drank with Blake and uh, Steven? Miller Lite. All day. And the nice thing about ordering fifty dollars worth of dollar beers is you, you really get fifty beers? You really didn't <laughs> Yes. Absolutely. But you really didn't break the bank on your budget. So that leaves a lot of budget for Jaeger bombs and Yeah. All the miscellaneous. Yeah. You like the next day. All the shenanigans. Shall I get White Castle? Yeah, I Steven did, did get White oh, Castle. I was about to say, you mess it up if you don't go to White Castle. So yeah, there was a White Castle walking distance from there. So I'm like, all right, we're done at the bar. Like we're going to White Castle, guys. And somehow we all split out, and I think we ended up with either two or three Ubers all separately, going back to the same place. And you leaving, were the only one there. leaving from the same place. <laughs> White yeah. Castle. Yeah. Um, I but w- didn't y'all try to go to Arby's once y'all got back or something? Yeah, try going to Arby's. They were closed except for drive-through. Yeah. So it was, do we hop in the car? No. Or do we get our Uber to drive us through? And we we're like, you know what? Probably just better off not to have Arby's at this point. Like, Arby's are notorious for closing early. No, all those restaurants, they do the no inside service. You got to be in a car. Yeah. I think it's just kind of suburban. I don't think Arby's on Hell Mill is ever open like after like nine. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. It was good. Yeah, drank some Pedialytes, drank some coconut waters, you know, hydration game strong. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure that we were alive for that drive back on Sunday. Nothing worse than a road trip when you're hungover. Did you eat at that terrible Chinese place again? Did not. Missed the terrible Chinese place. I did eat at Waffle House. Which means you missed the restroom like five miles later. <laughs> yeah, we hit up, uh, so. You tried to get the Cracker Barrel, but. Cracker Barrel was slammed. Cracker Barrel was like out the door slammed. Why do you don't eat there? Y'all are, no. We did Bojangles because that's Ooh, a good call. That's Bojangles. a good call. We got about a half hour south of Louisville and then stopped at a Waffle House and crushed some Waho. And then putts on, putts on home. Yeah. You know, had to make moves. So. No one visited the horse caves? Uh, Blake, stop? <laughs> Blake was ready. Blake was ready to Blake stop. Blake was like, what? What? How'd they all get in there? How long have they been in? This was a long Wait, conversation. Blind? This was a long conversation that went down. There was Google searches. Wow. There was all this stuff. So you can feel better that you weren't the only one who got got by the horse I got for like maybe two minutes. Maybe. I don't know how Not long even. Blake got got. It I might, didn't really get got. Okay. It started, in the, it started in the morning. Then as we got closer, it came up again. Then we drove through there. And we had stopped right before the exit before a horse cave, and I didn't realize it was the exit before a horse cave. And so then we get back on the highway, and like we go down the road, like you know, exit with yeah. horse cave. And Blake's like, "Oh man, we could have gone to the horse cave." And then like the conversation just kept going from there, and it kept on going like until I finally just had to break down and be like, "Dude, it doesn't. It's not a thing, man." <laughs> yeah, and then they not weren't. A thing. They said they weren't going to take me home, but they did. So. <laughs> <laughs> had to pay him some money. Yeah. <laughs> well, Blake had already, uh, he couldn't really pull off that stunt because part of why we went to Troll Bar was to watch LSU Florida. And the bet on that game was a ride home. Ooh. So in theory, Blake shouldn't have been getting a ride home. So you can't really booyah somebody else out of I there at that Kelly's point. I hear getting a three-course uh, meal out Risotto. of Risotto. Risotto. She's getting risotto. Three courses. 
Oh yeah, so there's yeah, gonna yeah. be some bacon wrapped dates, is what we're hearing. Oh, that was kind of the delicious. first, and I assume uh, Blake's gonna, you know, do a dessert or something. That might be tonight, like or it might be tomorrow. It's one of the two. This quick? Yeah, I that's think it's not Friday. a lot. It's not a lot of time to prep. All right, well, got he's it. not here any t- in the, all the time, anyways. That's true. He never has time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, moving forward. I have a question for you, Ford, from Louisville. Yes. Are we playing them again next year? Are we doing like a series with them, or is it just rotate to the next? Oh, this is the first time we've ever played them. They're part of our. They're part of the rotation from the other side. So, like, we played NC State in the last couple of years and things like that. We'll play them again, but it won't be next year. It'll okay. be another three or four years down the road, and it'll so be. So we used home. to do that series where we would play someone for like a few years in a row, and then we move on to somebody else. Yeah, I don't. I think they've changed that up when they added a couple more teams and when when Notre Dame kind of got added um so it's not not quite as consistent we'll play them basically once every four years yeah so it could be a couple we'll probably play Syracuse we haven't played them have we if we did it was away we've not played Syracuse yet they are one of the teams that we have not played we'll play them next year you gonna go if it's at home well, if it's away, you away game. Come on, Cindy. I find no reason to go to Syracuse. Why not? I hear it's beautiful. For the actually. football team. What are you doing? Yeah, you want to go to. There's, a, there's your reason. The you game. Go You're to. Welcome. You want to go to damn Pittsburgh? Syracuse better than Pittsburgh. I don't have the Matthew Brothers in Syracuse. I'm sure they have something. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it's Western New York. They're like just two hours north of Pittsburgh. You don't think they know how to eat? Probably not. <laughs> the Finger Lakes area eats well. All right, next year we play NC State as our crossover game. 2020 we play at Syracuse. Ooh, and it's the second to last game of the season. That's going to be cold as shit. It's indoors. Oh, okay. I think we should start targeting that. Cindy's shaking her head now. No, I mean... She just threw the flag for Bill's targeting penalty. (laughs) 2021... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. It might not be the second last game. It's just listed alphabetically. 2021, Boston College at home. 2022... Let's go back to Ireland. At Florida State. We got that Colorado series coming up, too. We play... 2028? 2023, we play Louisville at home. So that's, that's your next chance to see Louisville play Tech. So, yeah, I think we got to, as far as road trips go, next year. Unless it's at an ACC championship game. Next year, our choices are Clemson, Duke, Miami, Virginia. Sounds like Virginia. And then the year after that, it's Pitt, North Carolina, Syracuse, Virginia Tech. When is the... um, Syracuse. When is the Colorado series? It's like 2026 or 2028, something like that. And don't we have an Ole Miss series? 20, 2020, 2025 and 2026 are Colorado, away and then home. Uh, Ole Miss, home in 2022, away in 2023. So that's Ole Miss is the game, the away game that year for sure. Away Miss. Oh, we got to go to Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been. Yep. Yeah, because. The Grove. Yep. I mean, you know, in five years from now, it's really just going to be lit. Land shark hard. You mean you're not going to be lit in five years? No. Steven's going to be dead in five <laughs> years. Oh. All right. They do have another mascot one, with one teeth, thing the we, land shark. Yeah, one thing we missed on this. Yes, the, the bird with teeth is uh, weird. Uh, Louisville's cardinal has teeth. And a beak. And do you a, like that kind of shit? Oh, I love it. It's like my favorite time. Kind but of he loved asking people about it even more. Second, uh, we were at Stitzel Weller where bullets distilled, and they were giving us the tasting. And, of course, everyone who's giving these tours is like a Louisville grad because it's kind of small townish like that. And so the guy was like, oh, yeah, you know, talking big talk about Louisville and like, oh, whatever. And he'd kind of gotten on Steven's nerves a little bit, like kind of talked just a little too much trash for a team that had just gotten waxed the day before. And he asks us to take a sip of bourbon and then asks us what we thought about it. What did it taste like? Stephen goes, tastes like victory. <laughs> yeah, it shut. Were you off. wearing your GT gear? Oh yeah, we were headed. To, like, he he had started chipping about GT. Oh. Because we were in there, and there was like another couple in there that had on like a GT shirt. And like when he said something about it, then like one or two other people, because there was there was twenty twenty five 
there, there's like 25, 30 people on the tour. So one or two other people, like when he said something about GT, they were like, oh, da, da, you know, like they piped up. They just weren't We were like the only gear. ones with this idea. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, he, he was firing off. And then he's like, oh, what are you getting a, a taste of out of this one? I was like, victory. And it, it shut the whole thing down. Oh, yeah. 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 But actually, Anna said it oh, first. Okay. Yeah. But she just said it where she, I could. Yeah, she, she said it where. Loud yeah, she said so it where I could hear it. it. And so then I just swooped in and just totally got it. But funny thing is, is Blake thought it was actually the other old guy that was in front of us. Is that it? Yeah. And so Blake was like, "I got your back, old man," and I was like, <laughs> "We were all laughing because it was, was like." About no, Blake season. said that he thought it was the other guy. Nah, he was talking about the old man of the group. That's yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Definitely. <laughs> yep. So, all right, enough of the Louisville. Screw those clowns. Uh, Duke. We get to play Duke. And Duke is a... Uh, ESPN has them favored 50.3% to 49.7%. So, Duke's a good up. team. They're 4-1, they're own one in the conference. Uh, their their lone loss one? was Virginia Tech. And that was the last time they played. Now, granted, they... They look bad against Virginia Tech at home. They have a bye week coming into us, which... Thank you, ACC schedulers, for that. Assholes. Vegas um, has us favored by three points. They always get a bye week before they play us. Of course. Of course. David Cutcliffe is real tight with somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm, I think this game is one of those that it's like, this is going to be a good, evenly matched game. Like, Cutcliffe knows us. Their team knows us. We know them. We know how they're going to line up. This is really going to be a, a kind of a hard nose, and it's probably... Got implications in the coastal, you know. If, if somebody can unseat Miami, it's gonna be Duke Tech or Virginia Tech. So this game kind of is going. You know, the loser of this is certainly out if it's us of the running for ACC Coastal. So yeah, taking a look at their schedule, they played Army, beat them thirty-four fourteen. Um, so that kind of gives me a little bit of worry. Like they played an option team running our same style of offense. Okay. Sucks. Um, they won at Northwestern 21, seven. They won at Baylor 40 to 27. Now that doesn't particularly impress me. Baylor is still recovering. Yeah. Almost, but yeah, they're still recovering. So not, not too worried about, okay. They whooped up on Baylor. They beat, uh, North Carolina Community College, NCCU, it's Coastal University, but um, they beat them fifty-five to thirteen, and then lost to Virginia Tech thirty-one fourteen. So, uh-huh. yep, I think the kind of trend here is they don't seem to score a lot of points against decent teams. So, yeah, they put up some points on Army, but Northwestern held them twenty-one, and Virginia Tech held them fourteen. So, I think if our defense is really learning and is really getting better, and I, I think they are. Our, our secondary still needs to work a little bit on covering some of the deeper passes, but the linebackers seem to be tackling better. That was at least my takeaway, and I don't know what you guys saw on, you know, your watching of David Curry and Brant Mitchell and, and Bruce Jordan Swilling and Charlie Thomas, but like the linebackers seem to be tackling well. Yeah. Which historically has been an issue when it's like, yeah. you know, missed tackle and then he's off to the races kind of stuff. So if our linebackers can tackle well, I think we've got a chance against Duke to really kind of slow them down on the ground um, and force them to pass the ball. Now, Daniel Jones, their quarterback, is completing 70% of his passes and has only thrown one interception, but he's only thrown 74 passes through. Uh, their game so far, and they played Quentin Harris, their backup, um, quite a bit. So it's one of those where, you know, depending on who who they come out with, and I, I don't think it's an injury. I think it's it's been a a choice on who they've been playing. Um, I'd have to double check that. But depending on who they play, you know, if you get the guy throwing seventy percent of his passes complete versus the guy throwing fifty percent, that could be a big difference. And could really affect how we play in the uh, in the secondary. So yeah, against against Virginia Tech, Jones threw twenty three for thirty five, and Quentin Harris came in through two for four, obviously late. So I would love to beat Duke this weekend. Um, you know they beat us three out of the last four times, 
So it, it would really help us to win. Plus, it's homecoming. No one wants to lose at homecoming. It is homecoming. Speaking of which, do you have any uh, any folks coming in town? Any big plans for homecoming? What's the... I don't. I have nothing. So no? I'm just hoping I can run into people I haven't seen in a year. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's always my hope for homecoming. I'm like, oh, hey. What about you? Anybody you know coming in town or special homecoming plans? No. Just, you know, getting out there and tailgating. Getting ready to watch us beat Duke. Yep. That's it. Tailgate will be starting early, 7 a.m. Cindy, you're heading up this one, right? I am. Yep. Bright and early. So it'll be be a breakfast. Um, all the breakfast all yeah. the time. We've got a couple folks coming in town. Brett Kupta's uh, going to be in town. Oh, yeah. So hopefully he'll stop by the tailgate and come say hey. So Cool. Yeah, hopefully it is a – the weather looks like it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be so nice. I'm like so 70, 75, sunny. going to be a little cold when it's we start. in the morning. I'm excited to bust out my gold Adidas quarter zip. Yeah? Yeah. Quarter yeah. zip. Yeah. Nice. I almost wrote that in the email. I was like, bring your quarter zips. <laughs> it's a quarter zip uh, kind of morning. You should have. It's finally going to be fall for, for Schizo. It's fall, y'all. <laughs> How many times over under – Five times Schizo says that this Saturday. She's not going to be there, so under. No? Yeah. Where are they going to be? Um, somewhere. Oh, they've got a wedding to go to, don't they? Yeah. Dana's, Dana's brother. brother is getting married. That's right. Shout out to Dana's brother. Congratulations. Yeah. Don't do it. Hashtag don't do it. <laughs> Hashtag there's still time. I'm kidding. Yeah. Congratulations to uh, Andrew. That'll be, that'll be a fun time, I guess. Uh, I I don't know anything about it, but family, I'm sure it'll be fun. Family weddings? Weddings are always fun. Speaking of which, uh, shout out Dylan. Oh, yeah. Dylan got engaged. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't listen to this, but congratulations, guys. Dylan, start listening, you asshole. You got a shout out. <laughs> if you listen, you get more. Uh, yeah, congrats to Dylan and Lindsay. That's uh, exciting news. So, Other things Duke-related. Duck Fook. Duck Fook. Yeah. All right. So, halfway through the season, three and three, and the upcoming schedule looks this way. We got to keep the gas going. We got to keep the got gas down. No breaks. Duke, no letting off. Duke at Virginia Tech on a Thursday, so kind of a half bye week. At UNC, home versus Miami. We home. have a bye week after Duke before UNC. It's kind, of the, it's kind of the half bye week because we play on the Thursday after that. It's not a not a full bye week. We'll have to do some practicing early. Like, not a real bye week. Um, Duke, VT, UNC at home versus Miami, at home versus UVA, and then away versus Georgia. Three and three right now. Take us through the schedule and what you see going for the rest of the season. Cindy, you want to start? We're gonna redo like predictions again. Yeah, full run of the table. Win, yeah, win, 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 win. Way too many choices of this. Well, we're trying we to see if you win them all. If run you, the table. If you learn from any of your mistakes, or if you keep being Stephen. Uh, I I still have a better record than Stephen does. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Stephen's three and three. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm feeling good. I, I I I'm feeling good about Duke this weekend a little bit, especially after we just talked about it. Uh -huh. But I'm. You know, we can always lose to Duke at homecoming. Like, we've done it before. We can always lose to any team, Cindy. Ooh. You're just repeating things about Georgia Tech at this point. No, I'm just saying. So what do you got? Win or lose at Duke? Win okay. versus Duke. I had it uh, as a loss the last time we did this, but I'm going W this time. I think we're all in agreement on that one. Steven, Virginia Tech. Win. Uh, I'm going L. Uh, I'm going to go with a win at Virginia Tech. That's going to be the... The game we should lose that we win this year. Away at UNC? I'll, I guess no, I'll, it's at home UNC. No, nope. no, it's away. It's away at UNC. I'm going to go with a win away at UNC. They're still looking They're pretty bad this year. They're bad. It's a win. I'm going with W there too. All right. So if, if I'm correct, that gets us to bowl eligibility. You guys, Stephen would have us at bowl eligible. I would not. You yep. would have us one game short. Yeah. Miami at home. We don't lose wideouts. It is a wideout. I'm going L here. I'll go L2. UVA at home. Would Stephen, you going to win that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't lose whiteouts. All right. UVA at home, I'm going W. I'm banking that Virginia sucks. So that gets us to bowl eligibility for you. I'm going to go with a W, so that 
Gives me saying we have seven wins. Steven's going for eight wins there. Yeah. We're back on the schedule. Only took a couple wins here. Yep. Now we're back to W's all the way down. And then UGA we've all got as a win. So, there we go. Actually, Billy, you had him as a loss last time. Yeah. I'm ch- Are you changing? I'm, no, I'm being Steven here. I mean, no, that's an easy win. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, I think we're generally you know, kind of seeing how things have turned now in the last week. We feel like we're going to be a bowl team. That's That seems Maybe. better... That seems better than where we were a week ago. Yeah, well, of course, when you when you score, what, how many points? 60-something? I'm just making sure. It makes you, you feel good. Just making sure you were coming around. We've always thought we were a bowl team. Hey, I got you. Whether it was a it was toilet Cindy. bowl it was whether it was a toilet bowl or a bowl game. Before last week, Cindy did not have us as a bowl team. I would. Oh, yeah, I had us as losing every game before we beat <laughs> Bowling uh, Green. Bowling right? Green. Yeah, that's true. All right. Other things we wanted to talk about. Um... I guess we'll take a little tour around Georgia Tech Athletics and other things going on there. Did you see the concert that was announced for Ray Sherman? Yep, for the uh, Black Beatles. Black Beatles coming to town for it's be lit. the kickoff of like, basketball. Uh, it's thirty-five bucks. So no, I would go, but I'm not going to be in town. Mm. Bill doesn't want to come off thirty-five dollars. Yeah, Bill's broke. I'm not broke. I, just, I got things to do. It's cheap. I got things to do. Those long arms can't go into a pocket. No. Nah. No. Nah. Why would they? All this money you're saving not drinking on the weekdays and you can't. Uh, and, all, and all this money you save by not having to buy any Georgia Tech gear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all that the money you save by not having any gold. Uh, that money's just rolling over. That jackpot's rolling over. All this, all this money you save by not having any gold GT gear. For when they finally do have some gear. I can't, man. Well, that's going to be. Maybe. Someday. I don't know. There ain't no guarantees. No. Certainly no guarantees. Yeah, this Georgia Tech Adidas innovation project has been awesome. They've been fully innovating uh, gold to look like Navy. Yeah. <laughs> you notice we're going with the Navy pants this week. Yeah, because we're, we're a Navy team. Yeah, we're going to look we're gonna look straight up like Pittsburgh this week. Gold helmets, Navy pants. That's... That's Pitt right there. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I mean, people are excited about it, I guess, but I'm like, I don't know. The Navy shoes like. look great. Yeah, with the gold bottom. Yep. Those are great. And you can wear those with the gold pants, guys. I mean, Surprise. wear gold bottom shoes all the time. I yep. Like that. Yeah. Wear them all the time. I love all the white, though. I loved our all white at Louisville. So good. I still like the gold numbers. I, I don't like. I want an all gold, Guinea. Yeah? All gold? Color rush style. All right. Cool. So anyway, basketball is kicking off um, with the with Ray Stroman, and uh, I'm kind of getting excited about basketball season. Like going into Passner's what third season now, so getting a little excited about that. Yeah, I'm hoping they have a good season. Um, I don't really have any. I didn't buy any tickets. I don't really have any plans to go to a game anytime soon. But I'm excited for them. I was looking into tickets. They um, are not that expensive. I thought you couldn't come off that money. Well, I can't come off it for some things. <laughs> we need to talk about um, maybe going in on a pair between a group of us. Because they're only 500 bucks for a seat for lower bowl. It's like, all right, we could probably, you know, figure a way get to half, half the games or something like that, sell some and double up on others kind of things. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. That'd I don't be have easier a... for you guys to get over there than it is for some of us. I mean, uh, you guys oh no. can just walk over to the game. How far away is it? It's not that. It's like finding parking and like all that bullshit. And it's there, a lot of them start at like 7, which is right during rush hour, and it's just a pain in the ass. Work from home? Go over early? I just don't have that kind of dedication for basketball. You should have it for Georgia Tech, Cindy. For Tech. Yeah. Tech is more than just a sports team. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, volleyball. Volleyball started off real strong. I know, but then they started losing. And then it crashed. Yeah, oh, they are uh, overall record 12-7. and seven. Conference 1-5. and five. Like, Yeah, damn. that's what it was. Conference play. Conference play has been killing us. It's no good. So, I still need to get to a couple more volleyball matches. Um, Conference play is not just hurting volleyball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. Stupid conference play. But yeah. Um, other than that, anybody get a chance to check out Baseball vs. South Carolina? No, I forgot all about it. Oh. Forgot. I have no clue what happened in that game, honestly. But They played baseball. The field looked great, which... The field does look good. Yep. It's about all I could ask for. So. All right. Shiny new Adidas gear. Baseball falls to South Carolina. Damn it, baseball. 14 to 10. So we scored some runs. Yeah, looks like we had fun. Yeah, not enough runs. Yeah. RIP Braves postseason. I know. Oh, no. It was a 14-inning game. <laughs> 14 innings. Ooh. They decided to make it 14 innings so they could get all their pitchers in. Oh, and so get it people more at bats. No, no, no. It was one that they predetermined 14 inning game. That's a long game. Yeah, gets everybody four or five at bats. I guess that makes sense. It was basically a scrimmage. Yep. Yeah. So, what were you saying? R.I.P. Braves postseason. Yeah. So now everybody's got to be Atlanta United fans. Only team left in the in the postseason, right? Yeah. Sure. Now the Braves. I don't think they just. I don't quite think they had it this year. I think they did good for where they were, but well, yeah, they weren't supposed to win the division, right? So the fact that they won the division, ninety wins, felt like they fell short, and not that home field advantage would have changed things. I don't know, but it felt like that was a team that should have had a couple more wins, and that I was having a conversation with this. I don't like Brian Snicker as a coach. I don't think he's very good. I think the players like him, but strategically he does some things that are just stupid. Mm-hmm. Like he, when we have a a player, Ender Enciarte, who is significantly better against right-handed pitchers than left-handed pitchers, and you bat him, you and he's you've been platooning him, and you decide all of a sudden he's got the hot hand, and you start him two games in a row against left-handed pitchers. Yeah. Like. That kind of stuff is the difference in winning one or two games a year. When when you add it up, like you might have only won one, you know, one hit today and one hit a week from now, but like that's the difference between winning and losing ninety games and winning and losing ninety-two games. Right. So, I struggle with Brian Snicker as a head coach. You know, there's a lot of or as a manager, I guess technically, there's a lot of that that, that I struggle with with the Braves. Like they've got Ron Washington there, and it's like, man, he he led the Rangers to. I think two back-to-back World Series appearances. And Snickers, an unproven, like, yeah. oh, Freddie Gonzalez liked him? Well, great. We fired Freddie Gonzalez. Well, it turns out Freddie gets fired everywhere he goes. Right. <laughs> but it's one of those things like, okay, so you you ran Bobby Cox out of town, or Bobby technically retired, whatever it was. You put in Freddie Gonzalez. He tanks the team. And then you go with his right-hand man? Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Let's... I don't, I don't want to blame the team taking completely on Gonzalez. Um, the front that. office did some of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't all his fault. But it's the front office's fault for having Gonzalez. Like, it was... True. You know. But I think I think being in the postseason this year is really good for Braves Country, really good for their brand. Braves Country. That's such a Braves stupid country. name. Like, yeah. Yellow Jacket Nation. Yeah. Yellow Jacket Nation, man. There's no Yellow Jacket Nation. There's no any nation. There's no Red Sox nation. There's no, it's like, Braves country. Anyways, I think it's really good for their brand. I mean, they haven't been in the playoffs in quite some time, so maybe they'll do better next years. year. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was good to see them get in there. They did better than a lot of people were expecting. I think it renewed a lot of people's interest in the Braves. I think a lot of people had been pissed off about the move and this and that. Still and pissed off about the move. And then, you know, I think it renewed a lot of people's interest and, you know, a lot of people got excited and started feeling good and yeah. warm warm and fuzzies about it again. So they need to start showing that with some butts and seats. We'll see how uh, it goes. You know. Okay. Other items. General business. Um, go Tigers. They got to pull out that win this weekend. They sure do. Yep. Gumbo, gumbo, gumbo all weekend. Go go in there, do some of that tiger stuff, and get in there, you know, be some bulldog ass. We should have made gumbo the, Co- the Coach O part. is my favorite coach. coach Wait, o is me too. Good. He's awesome. We're just going <laughs> to have to, you know, take it to them bulldogs. 
you try to swoon them over and spit them out of the other side. Basically. Go die. We should have made Gumbo the theme for uh, Tailgate this week. Yeah. Wow. Breakfast Gumbo. I'm I not really sure. Like, I don't really like Gumbo that much, though, so. I'm not sure I've ever had breakfast Gumbo. <laughs> you, can still, you can still get some um, the boudin sausage and bring that. Yeah. There you go. Boudin's a little weird for me, too. We should be making hurricanes for this week, right? Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah, sorry, everybody got absolutely destroyed by Hurricane Michael. That sucks. Yeah. By Mexico Beach, by Cape San Blas, by Panama City Beach. <laughs> yep. Nope, I'll come nope. back. <laughs> Guess where I'm not going next year. <laughs> now it's time to buy. Yeah, time to buy. You want you want some beachfront property? Now it's time yeah, to buy. Time, now it's time to buy. Yeah, okay. Global warming global is going to bring another one right in there. It didn't all, it didn't all go down. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> got, got a chance to knock the rest of them down. Yeah. <laughs> if you build it out of a shipping container, you just close it up and keep it moving. Yeah. There you go. It just floats away when you <laughs> when the water rises. <laughs> oh man, yeah, definitely. Uh, might might take a look at Daytona this year or somewhere. Oh God, Bill in <laughs> Daytona. You know have what you, kind of good time we have. Could you have. been? Have you ever been to Daytona? No, I have not. You know you can drive on the beach. Yep. And people drive on the beach nonstop. Like people cruise. Yeah, they the used beach. to race on the beach. I know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Last time I was down there, like, like. When old, was the last time you were down there? How old were you? 18. Okay. 19? Old enough to be drinking beers, but not old enough to legally be yeah, drinking to beers. Yeah, be buying them. Gotcha. I went down there for a race for like the Pepsi. It was back then, it was like the Pepsi 400 or whatever. It still is. Yeah. Maybe it was something else then. Daytona 500 and Pepsi 400. So it wasn't the 500. It was the, it was the summer one. Gotcha. God, so, I could not think of a hotter place to watch a race than summer. It's a night race. It's a oh, night okay. race. Thank night, God. Yeah. Night race. Woo! Yeah, but it was it was fun. It was a good time. I think I was twenty one. I can't remember. That's what I was trying to think of, and I, I think I together. But yeah, I was in college. One of the last times I was down there, it was nothing but like middle aged dudes like cruising up and down the beach in yeah. Dodge Vipers. It's on that the sounds beach. like you. <laughs> it's real ghetto. It's like even more worse. Like than you and yours beach. wouldn't have been a Dodge Viper. It'd be what a Mustang, Camaro, Trans Am. Oh, Trans Am. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, that's you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> T-top. What yeah. are you? Teresa owned a T-top Trans Am. I owned a T-top Trans Am. You didn't know that you and Teresa had the same thing? No. Oh, me and Teresa had to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, hers, hers might... No, hers wasn't a Trans Am. It was a Firebird. That's sick, you know. They're yeah. close enough. They're real close. Yeah. It, the Chevy version of the Trans Am. Yeah. All right. Any other closing thoughts? Going once. Duke Fook. Going twice. Go Jackets. All right. Catch us on social media at WSPTA Pod and on Instagram at uh, Weekend Shenanigans. And if you are listening to this and in town for homecoming, we'll be out there at 7 a.m. So come on down. Thanks. <laughs>